0: Hey, and welcome to The Great Flip Podcast, where I share resources about self-defense for girls, nutrition, and motivation for girls and her family. Today, we are talking about nutrition. Good nutrition is self-defense against disease, illness, and obesity. And in today's podcast, I'm talking to my dear friend, Debbie Lynam, who is a wellness consultant. She'll be sharing her core four tips to a healthy life for our girls. And these four tips are attainable and they're easy to do. Let's get to it. Hey girls and welcome to The Great Flip podcast. I'm Coach Jody, and today we're going to be talking about nutrition and I have a very good friend here today who is a wellness consultant and um, I consider nutrition a very big part of the self-defense uh, and life skills here at The Great Flip. If you're new to The Great Flip, it is online self-defense and life skills for girls. The, the main product, of course, is uh, coming to thegreatflip.com, uh, subscribing to videos and getting to learn simple self-defense and Brazilian jujitsu right there at home grab exercise mats and learn simple self-defense at home with your daughters but the rest of the resources includes great nutrition tips and faith-based motivations after this podcast check it out at thegreatflip.com. Okay so I wanted to talk to Debbie about nutrition and we're coming at it from a, an angle of prevention and I know a lot of us hit roadblocks and we suddenly think about nutrition when you know we get sick or we are confronted with a disease but if we can confront nutrition as a as a form of self-defense and from a preventative message I'm hoping that that can be something you can do for your girls so I'm going to bring Debbie in so first I want her to kind of introduce herself and we're just then begin some kind of dialogue on nutrition and how you've started into it so right right well thanks
1: for having me (laughs) this is really fun and I love that we are talking about nutrition for really any age, but for um, young girls and teenage girls as well, because we do have a teenage girl at home. But this concept of nutrition started for me a long time ago. You know, I think some of the things that we adopt in our lives are rooted in how we were brought up. And so my parents fed us fruits and vegetables. We ate what I thought was healthy. And uh, I started swimming competitively when I was nine years old and really, really, Really kept swimming all the way through college, and so there was a lot of output of energy, and uh, I was burning calories at a fast rate. But no one was ever really talking to us about what is good nutrition for athletes back then. And when I got to, and one of my goals was to go to the Olympics someday, so wow. I had um, a lot to shoot for there. And. It was so interesting. I didn't think about this story till much later, but when I was uh, probably late high school, during um, practices one summer, I was feeling really shaky. And my mom took us to our pediatrician and he asked us a very vital question that I don't think a lot of pediatricians ask at this kind of situation. And he said, what are you eating? Mm -hmm. And not many doctors are gonna ask you, what are you eating in a situation? Well, I think I was eating Pop-Tarts for breakfast. Well, (laughs) that is pure sugar. (laughs) And so my mom had an epiphany too. Oh, you know, we need to revise our diet a little bit more. So that was my first kind of thought about food and how it fuels you for performance. And I'm coming at this whole topic too, not just from an athlete's perspective, but fueling for performance for anyone at any age. And so I went uh, to college and swam there and I was, uh, the year, the summer that I was training to qualify for the Olympic trials, I had tonsillitis. So they gave me antibiotics and that would help for a while and then it would flare up again. I was on and off antibiotics that whole summer and eventually had to have a tonsillectomy, which they had to take lymph nodes. It was kind of a big mess at that point. Well, as you can imagine, I did not qualify for the Olympic trials. And at that point, going back to my sophomore year, in college, I had lost probably 20 pounds, which as a swimmer, as a competitive athlete at that level, that is not something that you should be doing. And so I came back to school and my friends and my, my teammates, my coach were like, oh wow, you've lost a lot of weight. Well, I had never even thought about weight in my whole life. Um, body image was something that I never even considered. And so again, because the information, the education was not available to us, I did my own self-study and decided, oh, well, I think I'm just going to eat twice a day. Well, again, as a competitive swimmer at that level, that is not something that you should be doing. And so so what happened the rest of my college years is my body could not perform at the level that I needed it to because my nutrition was not in place. And my last meet of my whole career, I was asked to swim exhibition because my coach didn't think I could score for the team. And here I had been an All-American my freshman year. So it was a huge blow. But what? What I'm, what I'm telling, why I'm telling you this story is again, fueling perform, for performance, for peak performance is important for athletes, but also for everyone. And so then I took it to, you know, about 10 years later, um, I was approached by a friend on you know, how nutrition relates to life. And at that point, we had had a miscarriage the year before. I'd already looked into how nutrition relates to disease and fertility, infertility, found there was definitely a link. And so we were introduced to something called Juice Plus. And I know we'll talk a little bit about that throughout this, but this isn't really about that, but it was about a realization how nutrition relates to every aspect of our life. And so I listened to a tape back then, 18 years (laughs) ago, or tapes. Okay, we're we're, we're dating ourselves. Yes, absolutely. But sure. the information was so rich and the doctor on the tape talked a lot about prevention. And he talked about fruits and vegetables and how nutrition relates to disease and I thought, "Oh my gosh, I'm a college educated person, how could I not know about this?" And so, uh, we started researching more into good nutrition and good health. We did start taking juice plus and we did end up conceiving a child who's now 18 years old and 3 years later had our daughter. And what's exciting to me is that this information was brought to me at a young age as a young mom that good nutrition is vital for any age you know whether it's a growing baby or whether it's an 18 year old that you're wanting to keep healthy and so throughout all of this is prevention And so I love how we're tying in, you know, self-defense with the concept of nutrition slash prevention, because we want to be prepared. We want our bodies to be prepared for everything that comes our way, whether you're talking about a self-defense situation or whether you're talking about having your bodies prepared for anything that's going to come your way. Even people who prepare their bodies well, you know, there could be illness or disease that comes in, but the likelihood of that happening is very, very slim when you're adding a multitude of rich fruits and vegetables, hopefully raw, to your diet on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about good nutrition. And I don't know where
0: like our whole country went wrong with you know the food pyramid and now that's totally gone out the window. But what does what what does good nutrition you know, look that's like? That's a
1: really good question. And you know, what does good health mean to you? Yeah you know is a question sometimes that we pose to people. You know, is it healthy eating? Is it being fit? Is it uh, lots of energy or preventing disease? And the road to good health, you know, and many, many studies have been done on this, that the common denominator is rich, you know, a diet rich in fruits and vegetables. And so some things that we you do mean talk we about... Have, it's not a diet rich in Pop-Tarts? <laughs> <laughs> right, as I found out. Um, but, you know, the USDA now, you had mentioned the food pyramid. Yeah. So I wanted to give the visual you guys have seen in probably a lot of your pediatrician's office is the my plate, which now the USDA has put out, which they have a plate there and they show a diagram or a little picture, if you will, a colorful picture that half your plate should be fruits and vegetables. Wow. And so that is linked in every health organization you're going to go to, whether it's the American Heart Association, the American Diabetes Association, or the Cancer Association. They're all going to point to the the value of that, but also a diet rich in fruits and vegetables. When you ask me the question about what is good nutrition, that's the first thing that that pops into my head, that is not always seemingly so easy for people because A, they don't like them. B, they don't know how to prepare them. As I mentioned earlier, in my early years, my parents did prepare fruits and vegetables to me. I knew what they looked like. I knew how to prepare many of them. I've actually added many to my life, you know, post 30-year-old person that, that when I first heard about all this good nu- nutrition information I was mentioning to you. And so I have now even a wider variety of when I was a child because of the education that I've received, which is so exciting to me that I can pass that along to our kids as well. So we talk to people about the core four, because it's not just about, you know, you're not just going to eat fruits and vegetables all day. Right. You know, I mean, the, the recommendation is 7 to 13 fruits and vegetables in a variety every day and the the my plate that we are discussing fruits and vegetables needs to be on your plate at every meal actually right. is what they're recommending that seems quite impossible. So a diet rich in fruits and vegetables, that's primarily one of the ways that you can stay healthy, quote unquote. The other one is getting good sleep. And I know as our kids even get older, and as I mentioned, I have teenagers, you know, they've got homework, they've got practices, they've got college applications to fill out, they've got youth group to attend to, they've got family things, there's a lot on their plate. Mm -hmm. And yet, I'm kind of a sleep Nazi and I know that you are regenerated when you have adequate sleep and regular sleep, that you're going to bed at a certain time and you're waking at a certain time pretty much seven days a week if you can do it. And so that's one thing as a mom and as someone that I know a lot about sleep, that's part of our core four and that goes in line also with lowering your stress. And that's, you know, you can't just tell somebody, oh, don't worry about it. You know, that is not something that you say to people, but how do we lower our stress? You know, because we're all fraught with some kind of stress in our life, you know, whether it's, you know, a loved one who's dealing with illness, whether it's our finances, our neighbors are driving us crazy, our kids are driving us crazy, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. And so it's about a focus, just like anything else in our lives, you know, let's plan to lower our stress on let's say okay so we love to read so we're gonna spend an hour reading during the day or you love to take a bath so you're gonna you know work that into your day and i'm a huge proponent of exercise and so the third part of the core four is definitely exercise and i'm not saying that you have to have a gym membership you have to move your body if you like to garden garden If you'd like to clean your house which isn't something I really like to then do come on over to my house <laughs> then clean your, your house vigorously. you know um, I would say take walks around the neighborhood. you can bundle up even in the, the height of winter and get a good workout by just walking. You know, I prefer, um, and I have been an athlete my whole life. As I mentioned, I was a competitive swimmer. Then I've moved into running. And so most of the days, I'm a member of our local YMCA. I absolutely love it. And I do classes there. So keeping on top of exercise is huge. And I know that there's a lot of recommendations out there. But what we say that we follow, um, you know, the, the fitness guidelines that are out there that um, adults should be getting 30 days, 30 days. 30 minutes of workout five days a week. And children, it should be 60 Mm minutes. And some kids, that's not difficult at all. And some... That's challenging because maybe they are more studious and they love to read or they're gamers. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that whole situation we won't get into right now, but it's a way that also it's a family thing. I think it's like ride your bike together on the weekends. I I used to have a jogging stroller when my kids were younger. Mm -hmm. So I would put, that was the best baby gift I ever got Mm -hmm. is the jogging stroller. So we would, you know, my oldest would be on his little bike sometimes if he was that age with the the training wheels and I would be in with our daughter with the jogging stroller around the neighborhood. I mean we were always outside and doing something active. So I guess I can't say enough about fitness Mm -hmm. and how that works into not only, you know, all the physical benefits we get from that, but also lowering your stress, as I was mentioning earlier. And uh, so the fourth one, the fourth one of the core four is um, drinking water, hydrating your body. And sometimes we get the question, well, how much water should I drink? There's a couple different ways you can measure that. One is half your body weight in ounces, if you like doing formulas. (laughs) So let's say you weigh 100 pounds, then 50 ounces of water every day is what you should be drinking. And so that goes for children as well. Um, I'm a big, huge believer in hydration. Um, full disclosure, I do not like water, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it is necessary okay. for I life. my coffee here. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I would say, even when I was com- uh, swimming competitively, we had water bottles on the side of the deck because you're actually sweating when you're swimming, mm-hmm. too, as well. And during the winter months, you know, it's getting drier. Our homes are getting drier. So making sure that you're having... Um, um, water to drink. Uh, we replaced, I don't even know how old our kids were when we replaced milk with with water, right. you know, at our, our meal times. Isn't
0: that amazing? I mean, I grew up drinking milk. Like, we had milk at every meal, like three
1: times a day. I think the data is changing through, on, like mm-hmm. old. yeah, I think the data is changing on that. That's a whole other discussion is dairy. Right. <laughs> we, and I still won't, put, yeah, we won't go there today. Cut,
0: cut, cut that too. That's amazing. So, so, yeah.
1: The other thing I just wanted to say mm-hmm. about um, hydration is if you're not into formulas, then just um, do it by the sight test. So, if you have a heavy yellowish color to oh. your urine, mm-hmm. then perhaps you need to add more water to your diet. If it's clear, then you're good. So, those are some things that I've taught to people that if they're adults or if they're children, I have had the opportunity to educate children because I think kids are smart. Mm-hmm. And I believe that the younger that you get started with some of these concepts, the better you know those, those are, are really some good. tools actually
0: i want to say those over again for myself cuz i'm taking notes so fruits and vegetables uh, sleep more sleep my pediatrician would always lecture my daughters they would ask how much sleep are you getting was part of the yearly right examination right. exercise of course i would say hey don't just exercise learn a life skill like self defense and add that make that part of your your lifestyle and drinking lots of water which i definitely need to do those sound so easy. Oh, I can just eat more fruits and vegetables. I can sleep more, which we know that's hard to do, and exercise, and drinking water. I'm going to age myself again. You know, it seems so easy looking back, but when you're in the middle of being a mom and your kids are little and you're changing diapers and you're running to a million different places, this is just one more thing I feel like I have to do as a mother, protect my children, and it's so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I can do one simple thing, maybe this week or this month, I'm going to work on just drinking more water. But what, you know, what if I have a you know, an obstinate kid? Then let's talk about nutrition. Let's talk about the food part. If they're picky eaters, we all I think have had a picky eater mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in our family. Oh, absolutely. I don't know what what what
1: worked well for? For your picky eaters. Right, right. (laughs) Well, and as I mentioned, we have two wonderful kids, and our oldest was always very agreeable to whatever we put on his plate. I mean, he is a firstborn, so there's some stereotypes that go Mm -hmm. along with that, that they're going to just do what you say. (laughs) Well, the second one came wrong, not so much, you know, and so had to argue about things. But there are some things that I could pass along that I think I hope would be helpful. And one is just keep putting it on their plate. Don't argue about it. You don't need to make a battle over it because if you're making a battle over food, There could be some other issues that come along with that. So everyone's eating the same thing. So child number two, you're going to be eating the same thing we are. Maybe it's not, you know, a half your plate of broccoli. Maybe it's a couple pieces of broccoli. But some things now I have interviewed and talked to many young moms and older moms who their children are very difficult. And I say, ask them to put it to their lips. Just Hmm. touch your lip. Oh, actually, let me take a step back. Touch it with your finger. Just touch it. What does it feel like? Oh, isn't that broccoli? It looks like a tree, you know, and it's green. (laughs) And isn't that fun? And so we're just going to touch it today, but it's going to be on their plate. And if you have to throw away food, you throw away food, okay? This isn't the 1950s. We're going to have to throw away some food, but um, (laughs) we're not going to clean our plate every time. So then you're going to touch it to their lips or they're going to, you know, touch it to their lip. Next exposure, they're going to take a little bite of it. Or lick it. And lick it. I mean, you could go along with me on all this. You know, you could put it in your mouth. You're going to chew it a couple times and you're going to spit it out. You know, whatever it takes, it's got to be multiple exposures. The pediatricians I've talked to, 20 exposures to a new food before they're going to adopt it with some children. And so I obviously was a young mom. And I still feel like I'm young, but <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> when, young, when I had mm-hmm. younger children, because I came into this information at at that young mom stage and realizing the importance of it, don't let it get so overwhelming that you just do none of it. And as Jody was saying, the one simple change, if you want to tackle one thing in a month, you know, just tackle that one thing, whether it's getting to do a little bit more exercise with your child, or if it's concentrating on the picky eater, but it is well worth it, because our schedules are so full, and our culture gets us away from many of the things that are so, so core to our existence, and I I was telling Jody when we were kind of prepping for this, that, and I don't want to scare you guys, but you know, cancer diagnoses, you know, do not start at the time the doctor tells you you have cancer. It starts a long time before that. And everyone, everyone has cancer cells in their body. And it's whether you're going to turn them on or turn them off. And whatever you're putting in your mouth is either going to uh, build you up or tear you down. And hey, I am not, a. Bu- you know, I definitely eat tear me down foods every once in a while. You know, it's that 80-20 rule, right? I am not a vegetarian. Um, our family is not perfect in what we eat. And drink, but I will say most of the time, that eighty percent of the time that we are probably above average because I realize the importance. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, you know I would definitely talk to your closest nutritional counselor. Um, Our pediatrician has gotten much better over the years with having a dietitian on board. Certainly, I'd offer up my counsel as well as just being been there, done that. But I think um, so. I kind of went off the topic a little bit, but I think it's I think I was dovetailing off what you're saying about being overwhelmed as a mom, and that can occur. I I believe that, and I am sensitive to that, but I think this is such an important topic to stay on with your young children and especially your teenagers because then they get a driver's license and guess what? They have some money in their pocket and you don't know where they're eating. Mm-hmm. But if you start planting those seeds for those good choices younger, then, and they know, like when the tear you down food, they know how that makes them feel. There is a real uh, evident, it's, it's very real as to when you're putting the tear you down food, you know, the pizza constantly or the soda constantly, mm-hmm. the lots of sugar and, and things, you know, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel different than when you eat a diet rich, rich in fruits and vegetables or mostly uh, a diet rich in fruits and vegetables.
0: That's really good because uh, I do have one in college now and she walks into that. I mean, there's always pizza bar and there's always a burger bar. Absolutely. The, the bistro has the, the best stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, it's the salad bar that, that she gravitates toward. She, she is now not eating red meat and pork. Now, I'm not saying that that's what everyone needs to right. do, but right. she just knows that's, how that mm-hmm, she feels how it better. How makes her feel. She feels Bad when she's eating just chicken Mm -hmm. or fish and eggs and uh and lots of
1: vegetables well one thing else another thing i wanted to add sorry to interrupt jody but i was when you have children and again this could really apply to any age is that if you want them to eat more fruits and vegetables that you know that this uh because you know intellectually that they need to eat more fruits and vegetables you're going to have to attract them with whatever you know is their hot button Mm -hmm. if they are studious then that means oh you know what, this will help you think more clearly in school, you know, when you have clearer thinking, because we know that toxic foods do cloud our brain development and our brains. Um, When you have an athlete at home, oh, well, you know what, if you eat your broccoli, you know, you're going to run faster. You know, it's going to make you run faster, or you know, they admire their dads, right? Oh, dad's big, big and strong because he eats his fruits and vegetables. Right. Okay, so there's another topic there. <laughs> is let's make sure that we're modeling good behavior, right? And yeah. um, dads and moms need to model that good behavior. You don't have to be vegetarians. You right. don't have, but eating, you know, having good quality protein, having that, that visual of having fruits and vegetables on your plate at every meal is great modeling.
0: And that's what actually I wanted to do next is, okay, we equip our children. Clearly if we're cooking vegetables or putting salads together on the plate that we're actually eating that too at the dinner table or going to restaurants and choosing. I think I wanted to go to McDonald's more than my kids (laughs) did. Like we grew up, McDonald's was like, oh, Right, right. And now they're like, "Mom, that is so disgusting. <laughs> Please don't make me go to McDonald's." Which is, I'm like, so proud of them for for thinking that. So we're so busy, we're so tired for core. Applies to moms too because if we're not filled up, I always think of the, the, uh, I was a mop's mom's, a, mother's a preschooler's mom. Absolutely, I made me too. It, and I loved mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Elisa Morgan always used the juice box. And, uh, Elisa, I hope maybe someday you listen to this, but because she's awesome. Um, but it was the juice box and every straw that gets crammed into the juice box is a straw of like, you know, I got to go to the grocery store, I need to clean the house, I need to go to work, I need to take care of the kids. And pretty soon all those straws, are just sucking the life out of you out of your juice box you have to stop and keep refilling refueling yourself because those straws aren't going to stop being poked into you you have those you have we we're moms we wear a lot of different hats and all those hats just you know those straws suck us dry Mm -hmm. so the that core four refuels us so we can take care of all the responsibilities that we have that's really good so um i guess moving into let me ask you what prep i guess veggies what are easy for you to to make but you what do you put in your kids lunch yeah okay
1: well yeah that's that's really a good question so our kids get a little baggie of those little carrots you know every day and some of the you know I have the little um, cherry tomatoes you know so it's kind of pretty so there's some color there you know they eat some a lean turkey sandwich they do might they might have some chips in their lunch but there's you know I do try to not do a whole bunch of sugar Mm -hmm. so we're not going to do a whole bunch of sugar in their lunch but they're also going to have some protein and also I want to make sure that they are eating enough during the day too our kids again in our case they're teenagers they're both athletes so they do get a complete shake in the morning that is something that the juice plus company provides that is a protein carbohydrate uh, shake in the morning that's very tasty you can add frozen fruit blend it up and then they go to eat their lunch and then with after school snack you know they've Mm -hmm. got to have some of that too in a protein you know whether it's a hard boiled egg that they've taken with them, um, some popcorn, even, you know, those meat sticks or rolled up turkey, you Mm -hmm. know, something that they can have eat very quickly. Again, we have bars through our company as well, um, you know, nutrition bars that they'll take with them as well. So, and then they'll, we'll come home and we're going to have a dinner that, most of the time I prepared at home. Now, mm-hmm. those of us know that with a full schedule, you know, you'd like to have more times at the table together with your family than, you know, sometimes are better than others. I'll just say that. And so we just try to do the best that we can. Mm-hmm. But, but...
0: Are you a, a crockpot for
1: real? I love crockpots. Yeah, yes, we set that up especially now that we're getting into the winter months and there's a lot of great healthy recipes that you can make at the beginning of the day as you're if you're talking about time management Mm -hmm. that is that is perfect for a busy schedule as well
0: okay well i just wanted to give kind of a quick overview of of just good nutrition and hopefully a few practical uh, tips on fueling your kids and um yes very transparent um Debbie uh, supplies me with my Juice Plus fix, and I really do believe that I just can't get enough fruits and vegetables. So another expression they use, and it's true, is that they help bridge that gap between the nutrition that I'm trying to fuel my body with and I just fall short on that, so that helps bridge that gap for me. If anyone wants to learn more about Juice Plus, you know, call me and I'll hook you up with myself or with Debbie and we can learn more about it. They have a great kids free program. Maybe you can just end a little bit oh, and wrap that. Oh, absolutely. I
1: le- and in keeping with our our company does spend a lot of time, energy and money in focusing on family health. And so in 1999 the Children's Health Study was born and this was a way that if an adult got started on the Juice Plus product any child between the ages of four, age four, and full-time college can receive free product for up to four years. And during that time, we're asking for some data in just, uh, that is actually answered in a questionnaire questionnaire. Um, very simple and uh, just something you get back to the company it's very uh, private and that they take data on this and they have seen some really great things over the years some of the things that they've noted is definitely that kids are drinking more water kids are eating more fruits and vegetables interestingly enough mm-hmm. uh, metabolic programming is a real thing when you are eating more fruits and vegetables you are craving more fruits and vegetables and Juice Plus is fruits and vegetables it just comes in a different delivery system either a capsule a capsule or a gummy. So when your children are eating those every day, every day, every day, and what peace of mind that does give you, because there's going to be gaps in their diet. We know that and whether no matter what age they are. And so we're also seeing that kids are, um, we know that one out of every four children is on some kind of prescription medication. That is astounding. Mm -hmm. And we know that they are getting off some of that medication when they are taking the Juice Plus. And we notice some positive um, indication of some kind. They're having more realization of their overall health, which again, points to a healthy adult. If they're going to start with these healthy choices now, and Jody just mentioned her daughter, Megan, Mm -hmm. at college, It's a great example of a a young woman now is making good choices for her own self. And we all want that for our kids Mm -hmm. when they go off.
0: Well, good. Well, I will wrap this up uh, by saying I just want to remember to encourage you to eat more fruits and vegetables, get more sleep. Uh, get a little bit more exercise, just movement and drinking more water. Um, I also want to end this conversation with grace that, um, of course, we're going to mess up or we're going to fall Mm -hmm. short. We always Mm -hmm. fall short. His mercies are new every morning, that every day is a new day to start new and to start fresh and to have the grace that comes from outside of ourselves that we can find strength uh, with our community of friends, our churches, great products, you know, that help encourage us and bridge those gaps. I just want to thank everyone for uh, listening to these tips. And hopefully I will see you on the mat here at The Great Flip. And Debbie, thank you. And
1: thank you very much. All right. See you guys. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks.